Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Miss Marcy. I am Miss Marcy. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome. And from all of my um, continued listeners, thank you so much for your continued support. And to all of you, I always say you could be listening to any conversation. You could be listening to any podcast, but you choose to listen to this one. So for that, I appreciate you. Okay, it is what it is. I'm not perfect, okay? I fuck up sometimes, okay? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, y'all been listening long enough to know what I mean, okay? So uh, I am joined today by two lovely guests, okay? Uh, Mitigated Gall. What's up, peoples? It's about to go down like a hooker's head. Tune in. <laughs> and Miss Crystal. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Oh my God! Redo. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> do it again. Just do it again. <laughs> no, they they understand. What yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. And so, goodness, man. <laughs> so today's topic. Okay, we gonna we gonna get right into it. We are gonna get right up into it. We are discussing toxic relationships and just dealing with toxicity in general. And why is it so addictive? Mm-hmm. Or is it? So we're going to get into it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You was just, she, you said she was beautiful. She I put up it. with the toxicity, with the toxicity because. Because of her looks and the sex. Because of the looks and the sex. Yeah, because of the looks and the But honestly, I stayed married because of the sex. Like, I remember learning that in counseling. I didn't know that then. But right. I remember being in counseling and my counseling was like, say more, say Talk about the good, write the good and the bad down. So I wrote it down, and my counselor was like, okay, don't read it. Give me the list. And he read the list. And, again, it's different when you hear it compared to what you know you're going through. He said, so basically you're still married because your husband can cook and he has great sex. And I was like, why? I mean, but then I started really thinking about it, like, I guess so. Like, (laughs) what else is there? Like, so, and, and I ended up divorcing him. Because I we didn't have nothing. My dad told me, do not marry him until you graduate from college. Y'all going to be on two different levels. And he was like, you're not going to be in him. You're going to get around a different caliber of a guy. And you're going to start looking at your husband. Like, mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. But again, when I started dealing with my own self. Because he got me because I was already broken. So when I start dealing with my own brokenness, start healing and healing and healing, then I start looking at him like, what? And it was like that muddy play. Girl, what was you thinking? You must have been lonely as hell. And that's how it was. But honestly, when the counselor pointed it out, that's all we had. He could cook and he had great sex. That was it. Well, we didn't have nothing else. And like you just said, you said, you know, you was willing to deal with a toxic chick because she might have been pretty and Mm -hmm. um, the sex was good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, but I've known women that will stick around, like, because they don't want to give up the dick. Like, oh, no, no. I mean, and that's how, I mean, again, after so long, it will be like, you know what, man, keep that. That shit ain't yeah, worth it. It ain't worth all the problems that it comes with it. So, I chose to dab with, with my, I'm sorry, I just, I just chose to deal with the root of the problem, which was my physical insecurity mm -hmm. and my financial yeah. insecurity. I was willing to put up with crazy. Mm -hmm. See, that crazy was just masking beauty and good pussy. Mm -hmm. But I subjected my standards because of my own insecurities. Mm -hmm. Didn't think I was handsome and mm -hmm. I knew I was broke. But that's that's good that y'all that's good that you was able to unpack that and get like you said, get to the root. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you can't, just because somebody look good, but if, if the situation ain't good and you don't feel good other than the sex, it's kind of like, that's not good. Mm -hmm. So like you said, it's a, it's usually it's a, a deeper, it's a root, root to it. But to when it. you learn it, by that time, I've already could have been possibly allowed myself to be damaged goods, to become damaged oh, yeah. because it wasn't just one relationship mm -hmm. that I was attracted to. When I was when I was just fucking mesmerized by toxicity. Mm -hmm. So when when you mesmerized by toxicity, and you allow other people to have that type of control, control. over mm -hmm. you, and you don't have no control over yourself, mm -hmm. and you so weak and you so insecure, then you subject to their bullshit. So now you start making your foundation. Uh, oh, see, this is why when women and, and now you got niggas talking about I don't deal with black women because of this. And I don't mm -hmm. deal with this type of woman because of that. Are you got black women and say, give me a white man. Forget these. Dudes. Forget these. Right. Black dudes. So, right. Heck but yeah. I mean, and honestly, with me, it was insecurities. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was in my first relationship was Jerome. He cheated on me all the time, but that doesn't mean I had to stay. I could have, I know women that a guy cheat on them once and they done. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to stay because he, I mean, but it was like, what was going on with me? And then I wasn't emotional either. So I got bigger and bigger and I felt like, well, maybe this is the best that I could do. And as I was telling him earlier, <laughs> I was in two relationships with guys that money wasn't an issue. I dealt with a lot of women. So I don't know where in my mind that I thought, well, maybe if I build this man up, he'll appreciate me. I ain't got to worry about him cheating on me because he'll appreciate me so much that he won't want to lose me. And that wasn't the case even with the builder man. So. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, I think a lot of women mm -hmm. go through that with the builder man. Like, yeah. especially if it's a motherfucker that's been in a joint. Mm -hmm. You know, you be thinking, I hold him down, put money on his books, uh -huh. write him, go see him. Ooh, when he get out, he gonna be with just me and only me. Uh -huh. I, I've never done that, but I know and people have done. You, Susie, Mary, Tiffany, Kay, Tasha. One, and five of y'all be up there ready to pick his ass up, <laughs> fight each other instead of beating him up. Like, I've seen it before. I'm telling you, but yeah, it always goes back to knowing your self worth. Mm -hmm. And from what y'all just said, that's what it, it sounds like. And I think, like I said, we all done been there at some point. Like you said, feeling like, oh, you know, this is the best I can do. Mm -hmm. Especially like if you got kids and stuff, some women be feeling like, oh, who gonna want me? I got three kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm fat mm -hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? They be feeling like, well, who gonna want me? So you know, you settle, you deal with the bullshit from old boy mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So have you 
ever been attracted to toxicity? You know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah, Jayla. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> That's why I told her. <laughs> Did you hang up on him? Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know what? To answer your question, um, I don't... Uh, how can I put it? I'm, I want to say no because usually... If I see, if, if something just feel a way, I try to I, I eliminate myself from the situation. Like, I don't, like, I've never been in a situation where it's like constant arguing and we checking each other's phones and you checking my phone. And I got a girlfriend right now. She go through that with her nigga. And I'll be looking like, girl, that's, that's, but that's he, a lot. But some, there's somewhere that an insecurity set in because... When I was with my, I was with Jerome on and off for 18 years and him cheating on me made me go through his phone a lot. Well, and, yeah. And I carried that into every relationship. relationship. Well, yeah, no. And that's what I was saying too. Remember earlier when I was saying a lot of times us women, we, us women, we internalize the cheat. Mm -hmm. When the man cheat, we always internalize and think it's us. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Am I not pretty enough? Am I, is my, is my sex not good enough? Mm -hmm. Oh, it, it, you know, who, you know what I'm saying? Who is she? Why her? You know, but really sometimes men cheat because they be insecure mm -hmm. or every stuff within them. Yeah. Or yeah, they want to beat you down yeah. and make you feel like you ain't worthy enough because that's that's how they really feel, feel about themselves. Yep. Because and I learned that too because my ex-husband, like when I tell you he had me like thinking something was totally wrong with me. I, I remember he would say stuff like, Oh, don't know, don't about you too big, you gonna be big like your mom. And my mom is a really big lady. So I was like, you know, wow, like I didn't I felt like I wasn't gonna be nothing or but it's like the moment I got done, he was like a basket case. Like, why? Like, <laughs> I mean, the woman you talking you? about, I was like, I remember <laughs> I had filed a divorce. I hadn't seen him in months. I had filed a divorce and he showed up at my house. Now, remind you, he all the way out of town with another woman living there. I had, I, I had made up in my mind. I had found some peace and I was like, okay, I'm done. He showed up at my house, and when he showed up at my house, he looked terrible. So, other than me sitting around like, man, he don't even call me. It was just like that moment, like I stopped looking at him through them rosy-colored glasses, and it was like this bum. And I remember he was saying, oh, yeah, you know. I was like, you know, I've seen your bank statements online because I had access to them. I said, so I see you was down out of town buying, getting nails done. And I said, and I know you ain't got no nails. So I said, I know you down there with another woman. I hadn't told him yet that I filed a divorce. So he was like, you know, he was talking tough. Oh, yeah. Um, let's just go ahead. Let me know. I live in Youngstown now. Let me know when you... Um, you know, ready to file a divorce. So I'll come down here because, I mean, this ain't going to work. You know, I just wasn't turned on by you no more. So let me know when you're going to file a divorce. I said, already did. You don't have to worry about it. I said, they'll serve you at your, they'll serve your mom's. Or I said, they'll serve you. And then I said, that'll be that. He said, you already filed it? I said, you already filed it. 
Can we pray? Now, weren't you just talking? <laughs> like, what are you just saying? You I wasn't turning. You wasn't turning me on. You was doing everything. throwing darts. I just wasn't. I, I didn't care at that point no more. But the moment you knew I was getting a divorce and I really fouled it, you want to talk about it. You want to pray. You want to run to church. You crying. What? What? Did I miss something? Right. So it's like they really be the ones jacked up, a and they're trying to make you feel jacked up. So I wonder if that's um is that a man who's tore down trying to tear a woman down? Like you know, just you know. So allow me. I got I got, my, I got you, homies. And I got my, I got my <laughs> look. I got my lip turned up when I said I, that. I, I got I you. Like I got that. you, ladies, too. So dig this. All right. So. The, the age-old question, okay, <laughs> why do men cheat? For every reason and no reason at all. Mm. Let me say that again. Men cheat for any reason, every reason, and absolutely no reason at all. The fuck do you mean? Okay, what I mean is this. You're going to have a man that will cheat. You're going to have a man that won't cheat. You're going to have a man that will let you know, hey, look, this is what I do. You know what I mean? You're going to have a man who tries to hide it. There, It doesn't matter, ladies. It doesn't matter what the fuck you do. Okay? Who the fuck you are. Be you. Be the woman that you want to be, that you feel like is the righteous woman. And if a man is going to cheat on you, he's going to cheat on you. Whether he lets you know in advance at the time he starts to cheat or he tries to hide it and you have to bust him. It's never, it's, I don't want to say it's never a woman's fault. If you're a woman that is doing everything that you can and that you feel like is right, maybe what you're doing is not enough for that man. Maybe it's not appreciated for that man. Maybe that man appreciates you, but he just still likes other pussy. He just likes some strange. And this is the so this is where you, it, 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 it gets deep because in most cases, when men cheat, and this is the difference between men and women. Stop me when I'm lying. When men cheat, we got a little something on the side. We fuck with her. She might be, the, you know, the whole 80-20, she might be that 20%. She might be a solid motherfucker. She might be willing to do some of the things that you don't do. Okay. But in most cases, in most cases, she has him physically and a part of his emotions. Okay, this is home. I've cheated before where I like to do this outside of the house, but this bitch will never compare to my lady at home. Don't get emotional at me and be, so why do you cheat? Because I just wanted some <laughs> other pussy. It had nothing to do with my woman's pussy ain't no good or whatever, but mm -hmm. this is something different. She looked different. She shaped different. The pussy different. That's, that's it. Yep. That's why um, women shouldn't internalize but it, it. Because that's, and that's, so at, so at the same time, I'm going to let you know. So, so stop beating yourself up. First of all, take accountability if you don't do 
what you're supposed to do as a woman. Yes, but just know it's the look of the draw. Some men will cheat. Some men might cheat, but not all men cheat. And there's no real reason. You have to look at your relationship individually, okay? I've cheated on some women and some women I was with and I didn't cheat. There's been women that I tell ahead of time, like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I do. I'm going to have other female friends. So I always take um, uh, inventory of yourself or who you are as a person. Okay. You can't always take it personal. Know what you can fix. You fix that as a person. If you want to deal with it, deal with it. If not, get on like you've been shit on. Um, so at the same time, I want to say that men, we we can internalize shit too. We just different. Really, two men just want to know three things when a woman cheat. Most men be want to know was the dick bigger? <laughs> is he fucking or is he fucking you better? Oh, this nigga must got more money, money. than me. Yeah, it starts as a competitive. And yeah. and three, what you love this nigga? <laughs> what what you you love this nigga? See see women. But if y'all can't take it, oh, why hold on, do it? hold on. It's not about that because every man don't do it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Do men cheat? If I'm cheating, I've cheated with married women. Okay, it's not just men who cheat. Yeah. I'm a man who has been cheated on by women. Mm. I swear to God, I've never been yeah. cheated on by men because I don't fucking deal with men. So <laughs> I don't tell you, I can't tell you what the fuck I can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, but cheating is so, not reserved for just men because women do cheat. Because yeah. women cheat. The thing is, is yeah, women will cheat. I mean, when, when a woman get hurt, and a lot of times, her question to the nigga is. So do you love her? Like, is this is she do, prettier? Is she all of these real feminine worries and insecurities that she may have? Niggas, like I said, we got the three basic ones. Like, so hold up, bitch. You you love this nigga? Like this yo, like yo, yo nigga though? Cause one thing we understand, like we understand that. Well, it's, it's better sex for women. Better sex. See, we can have a side bitch, but so, so this look, we can have a side bitch. We can have three, four side bitches. We could have had twenty side bitches in the course of our motherfucking relationship, but we we will lie and do whatever we got to to maintain home, mm-hmm. right? We might get sloppy. We might get caught up. You know what I'm saying? Might get to having a little bit too much fun. But if it's one thing a nigga don't really be wanting to do, he don't be wanting to fuck up home. Because he know at the end of the day, this is the longevity piece right here. You know what I'm saying? She just don't be sucking the nigga dick all the time, right? You know what I'm saying? Or she don't let a nigga get that back door action. Or she don't be, you know what I'm saying? She get boring and shit. She ain't, I took her to motherfucking box and she fell asleep. I'm saying my bitch over here on the side, nigga, she rolling my blunts. She got them, you know, she showed a nigga how to get money, whatever the case may be. Um... So it's 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 two different elements. So we internalize shit, we cheat for different reasons, but there's no real one solid two, three, four answers on why men cheat. Yeah. I one of them I say you forgot. One of the reasons why men cheat is because there's always a woman willing to cheat with them. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. There's yeah. always a willing participant. If uh, she, if sometimes women can know. Now, if a woman don't know you got a yeah, woman that you married, then that's say. different. Because uh, yeah, but, a nigga don't always want to let the other, the sad yeah. chick know but, that he got a situation because he don't want that chick to try to fuck up his home well, situation. Well, hold on, though, because you know or nowadays. don't want the chick not to mess with him. But nowadays, you know, people be on social media with their significant other. Like, you got dudes who be posting with their wives and or their girlfriends or whatever, but then they turn around and be in another chick's inbox talking about what's up. It's case so, specific. So saying like, yeah. I'm just saying those kind of cases, you know, a woman is well aware that he has a woman or a wife or and whatever. she's willing to play her role. To, yeah. But see, even then, a lot of times you find that's just, again, women be super... A lot of Nowadays, you got a lot of bitch niggas who get super emotional, but the solid core of my generation of niggas and we come up under a certain amount of players and shit and pimps and shit like that, you leave that emotion shit out of it. Nowadays, you got these titty-fed niggas out here who act just like women, you know what I'm saying, all on social media trying to blast the bitch. And bitch, I don't know who you think, but you gonna come for me and all of this and, you know, <laughs> just acting real real feminine and and, 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 and super emotional. Niggas want to keep women's cars and throw rocks through their window. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that ain't no, no solid said, nigga shit. Keys. I mean, like when I experienced yeah. my car getting key, you know how many people <laughs> said, uh, "Wait a minute, a nigga keyed your car? A dude? What yeah. dude? Yeah. yeah, that's some female shit." Yeah. Like, so, it, it, so, so, what I want to know is, can women? A lot of times, niggas can. What what you call players or pimps or just real solid niggas? When we deal with a woman and we just talk to women, we can peep y'all insecurities. Mm-hmm. A lot of times y'all can tell y'all insecurities yeah. or y'all show y'all insecurities or we sniff them out. Can women see men's insecurities like yes. how we peep y'all? Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you one of the reasons why. I'm gonna tell you one of the reasons how we can. One, um, I, I think with this day of social media. I feel like a, a, a dude that's always showing his money, his material things, that's I, I, my personal opinion. There, That's a deeply rooted insecure person. Now, he got some insecurities. He's trying to mask it by his things. And he's trying, you know, he looks okay. so together. He's got to show his money. He's got to show you how well he dressed. To me, that is, I can see your insecurity through that. You are trying to compensate for something else. There's somewhere where you lack that you're trying to compensate. <laughs> Say that shit. What, what are you trying to have? He's trying to hide something. It could be. He could not have good sex. I don't know. He could have a little dick. I don't know. Or he could just not be that confident in himself. Nigga so be naked like, the, turn the light off. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew a dude. He was real <laughs> ugly. Like, this one guy, he was, I'm not trying to be funny, but he was, because I don't really like calling my ugly. If I call somebody ugly, that means they real ugly. But this guy, <laughs> he wasn't even okay. He was just ugly. And um, I used to work with him. And, and uh, us women at the job, we collectively thought he was not attractive. Like, aesthetically, he was not attractive. He didn't even <laughs> have no nice body. He had no body. He was just not cute. Okay, but he had a personality, you know, he was very confident, but he knew how to get to the bag. He knew how to get some money so he could dress really well. He wore nothing but designer clothes. His baby mama was a real pretty girl. You know, the ugly, I always say the uglier the nigga, the prettier the bitch because real ugly men, they got yeah, to have man. a super pretty woman. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. he, you know, that was, that, that's, that's how he was or whatever, but he was insecure. 
he knew he wasn't he knew he wasn't much to look at. So he had to make it up and compensate with his money and his cars and his his material things. And on his social media, that's all he posts about is his cars, his designer this, his designer that. Nothing but all the lavish stuff. I feel that same way yes, about women who take nothing but skimpy body pics. Mm -hmm. I always want to show thirst ass and this. If mm -hmm. all of your thirst traps, if all your pics and everything about yourself is just body pics, then I know you ain't really got shit else besides your, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, men show their you. insecurities in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's. It's easier to see women's because women, you know, women are, we're more said to be, you know, emotional or, or, you know, we put stuff out there more. But you can see a man's, if you pay attention to a man, you can see a man's insecurities. You can. Mm -hmm. Like the guy that keyed your car. Mm -hmm. He was, obviously, he's mm -hmm. very insecure. I mean, who? Uh, anytime a man don't want to see a woman win, and it's your woman, mm -hmm. but you get jealous because she get a new car. Like, mm -hmm. huh? Yep. Who raised you? <laughs> I, I see a lot of I see a lot of uh, insecurities in men. Like uh, whenever they, whenever another nigga is around, they female or if they woman has interactions with females, he does everything in his power to make his presence felt, to make his presence known. I remember uh, one time um, with my ex, she and I went out. And it was her, a few of her friends and their dudes. Mm -hmm. And we sitting down drinking, the fellas. Uh, one of the girls kept coming back over, back and forth to her dude, checking on him. You all right? And then she go out there and dance. And then she pulling him out there on the dance floor. Then they go dance. I don't dance. You don't. So I'm out there. You know what I'm saying? Gangsters don't dance. We groove. You feel me? So... My chick was out there just dancing, and it was like niggas dancing with her. And the nigga that was sitting with me, his girl was out there. He couldn't keep his eyes off the floor. Like, he was looking on the dance floor like, you stop. If a nigga walked up to his girl, she look over up, way up top at us, and he looking back down like, and the nigga going to tug on me like, man, you going to let her be out there dancing with niggas like that? And I'm thinking and to myself, stupid. like, here's my thing: if a chick, if somebody want to do something, they're gonna do it. Her sitting up here dancing with other Thank dudes, you. like, come on, mm -hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? My homegirl, I told you the one I said, the one I said, um, the one I said where they be checking each other's phone, checking this, checking that. Her, her nigga, he insecure like that. He's so insecure to where when she go places where her homegirls, her, her other friends, he want to go too. I can't. Then that type of dude. I said, it's he want to come too to make sure she ain't talking to nobody. Or so make why sure is that level to of toxicity? That's crazy. So addictive, so attractive. Yes, why does it have that? Mm -hmm. Why did that? Why is that level of dysfunction so so addictive? And why is it so empowerful? Like why why does it capsulate you? I don't know. So I much. did a podcast on that version called, of love. I call it funky love. I think people's version <laughs> of love. <laughs> like cuz I've heard people like a guy that acts all crazy over me. He loves, loves me. me. That, and that's what my friend be mm -hmm. saying. She be like, I know he loves me. I'll be like, bitch, that's too, that's toxic. Like yeah. that's not, uh, this, it's unhealthy. And you, I've heard people say that. Yeah. Like, he, he whoops your ass, but he's, 
he loves you. Like, no, he's no, he doesn't. He's yeah. crazy as hell, and so are you. Yeah, like, you he's know what insecure. I mean? yeah. And I and I told my friend, I said he has a deeper issue that ain't got nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. That's some straight Thank insecurity. You. You yeah, got to go facts. with her with her friends. Why do you want to tag along with her and her friends? Mm-hmm. If she want to do something, if she want to cheat on you, she going to find a way to do it. You mm-hmm. don't have to go with somebody to make sure they ain't cheating. And oh, oh my gosh. And when he go places with her, if a man look at her and, oh, I mean, she can't do, she can't make no false move yeah, without him a acting a but, fool. And usually and, that be the guy that be cheating. And he does. Mm-hmm. And, and when he, and when, and look, and when he, if she does, like if something, if he sees something don't look right, he's quick to disrespect her. Bitch, you tramp out. Why Sound the like, fuck you walk over there like, like that? You weak got nigga. that nigga looking at you. Weak. Yeah, that's that's weak. And a nigga Sound like, like a that nigga will tear a woman down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sound crazy. like My ex husband's cousin has been with his girl for probably about ten, so, ten or so years, and she, if me and her would go to the store more than five minutes, he up at the store seeing what we was doing <laughs> or calling. Ah, what's yeah, making you so long? He, she Ugh. can't go nowhere. We be like having girls night. She can't go without him nowhere. But he's sleeping with all kind, and like we all know, he's sleeping around. Like and so, see, I, see to you know to answer your question earlier. No, I, I haven't dealt with nothing like that. I, it's like I won't allow myself. That shit don't feel good. I ain't got time for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you know, it yeah. be, I've seen situations where you ever you ever be around a you ever know a friend of yours and you you know because you're a female you probably mm-hmm. and you on the phone with your girlfriend and y'all talking you know just how females talk and her nigga there and he listening or he mm-hmm. all in the conversation. Yep, I know like, niggas like that. Yeah, those be insecure dudes too. Yeah. Like this one girl I was friends with, like her dude, you know, you be on the phone with her and you wouldn't know that he's home too. But he's so quiet because he's listening to her, her conversation. Yeah, that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know the nigga, but I ain't going to say his name on record. I'll tell you. All right, yeah. After. But yeah, he he will be listening. But this nigga turned around and had like four kids on her. Mm. And usually guys that act like that usually are. I mean, my ex-husband, he knew I was off of work. And this is when I was getting ready. I had got approved for the apartment. He didn't know I was moving yet. He knew I was off of work. Parked his car around the corner. Went upstairs while I was taking Mario to school. Acting left like he was going to work. Called up work. I didn't know. Parked his car around the corner. He sit upstairs under our bed from about, I got back home about 8.30. And he came downstairs maybe about noon when he heard me on the phone with my son's father. Telling him that I got the apartment, not because me and him getting right. back together, right? But I'm just like, hey, baby, that I got the apartment. He like, that's what's up. I'm glad you and my son can be straight, get away from all that. That's when he came downstairs. So you hid upstairs <laughs> for hours, holding pee, can't sneeze. You know what I'm saying? Probably had to fart. Had to fart. This nigga hungry. I told my dad that story. He said. Oh, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn. this dude is crazy. crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I, I mean, yeah, he's a nutbag. Have you ever been that nigga? Yep. For <laughs> real? Yep. You was a nutbag, too? Hey, look, man. I done hit my fucking, uh. <laughs> you, done check, you done check toilet seats and shit. 
Nah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the easy <laughs> shit. You was really not joking. Hey, look, look here, man. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> I sat outside no, my girl's man. job. Was, was looking through the window when she hop on the phone. I'm trying to read lips. I shot, <laughs> I shot niggas into her job to holler at her to see if she take the bait. Are oh you serious? You're joking. Uh, this is a joke. Look, 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 man. Are you Look, um, this is back when you understand me. Uh, landlines was big, so so three way. So I had a recorder that you can that you can link through a landline, and I had the the recorder in behind the couch, up under the couch, and she would get on the phone every time she get on the phone. It's picking up. It's recording. Um, I get to listen to the conversation. Some I shit. went to a motherfucking Radio Shack. Remember Radio Shack? Uh, of course, this is a long time, y'all. Right. Like, don't be, you know what I mean, <laughs> in my inbox with that fuckery. But dig. <laughs> Look, watch women gonna bite this one. You niggas gonna bite this shit, too. Watch this one. I went to Radio Shack. I bought a voice-activated recorder. And so whenever you talk, it starts recording. It was digital. Record like 30 hours of convo. I hid it under my girl's driver's seat in her car. So whenever she got in and out of her car and hopped on the phone or something, that motherfucker started recording. <laughs> and I was listening. That's scary, man. You was on some stalker shit. You I, like I was on some I was on some insecure. Yeah. Real okay. feminine sissy but shit. You know what? You, 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 you know why? You, you know why? Though? Though. I got, I got, I got cheated on. But right, mm -hmm. a see, few there was a times. There was a root to that, and it was a root to that. And so then I started getting some of those same symptoms. <laughs> like, is she doing this? And this is what I was saying earlier. Uh, when I was saying, now you don't have to see her fucking somebody. If you get those inclinations, don't stick around and torture yourself mm. trying to find the proof and the evidence. Because what we all say, if you go looking for something, nine you're times out of ten, you're going to find, find it, right? So then you started linking scenarios that ain't got nothing to do <laughs> with the shit. Like, I noticed the bitch ate a turkey sandwich. She ain't never ate turkey with me. So all of, I think the nigga she fucking like turkey. You know what I'm saying? So now you ran past Delis looking at niggas like, yeah, she look like she a fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Ridiculous ass shit, right? So, and I, and I, so. Oh my God. So, so this was insecurities. Insecurities. But you know what? That is so true. Insecurities will have you. Do it because I've been an insecure woman. I've done some crazy stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah. But women will do that to each other. Like for instance, I think I told this story before how a woman you could go on a trip with some girls, right? Let's say four y'all, and let's say me and you know each other, and I bring a girl with me. You don't know her though, and then you got a girl with you, and you know maybe the girl I got with me, maybe she going through some shit with her dude where he done cheated. They going through infidelity, whatever, whatever. And maybe you look like somebody that he'll fuck with. You know, but my friend don't, yeah. my friend don't know you, but yeah. you just look like somebody her nigga fuck. Cause you know, you know your nigga's yeah. type. If you done been with him for a while. Yep. And 
all on the trip, she got an attitude with you. Yep. And you don't even know her. Y'all don't even know each other. And you ain't did nothing to her. But because you look like somebody her nigga fuck with, she got a problem with you. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that yeah. that's just straight that's, up that's insecurity. Fact. Yeah. That's really fact. But yeah, women show it in that way too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Voice hey man, see what I don't give a fuck. I put my shit out there. I don't care. But... That's scary, man. So, the, so the awakening, the awakening. The awakening, the awakening was this. Uh, one day, um, she was in the room sleep. So what I would do is, when I got home from work, um. Uh, I steal her keys from upstairs, go down to the garage, open up her car, grab the recording. And then I come back upstairs, go in the bathroom, be smoking. And listening. Got my headphones in. And here it is. I'm four hours deep trying to listen over my fucking Heather Headley or whoever the fuck, Deborah Cox, trying to hear the conversation. This is how weird I was. I'm like, okay. Uh, when she, I can hear her getting in the car. I can hear the engine starting. I can hear her bagging out of the garage because you can hear the engine. So look, this is how weird shit. So I'm trying to determine did she make a left or did she make a right? Oh is she sitting at the, what street do that sound like? Where is she going into when she stopped the car and she going into a place? It, now, I caught her cheating. I caught her cheating, right? But, but, but so the first before, time I stayed, but the thing did all that. What got me is, I said, "Nigga, you got to work tomorrow. <laughs> you done spent about thirty extra hours <laughs> a night. Up. These, well, you know, what I'm saying a week listening to dead noise. <laughs> Fast forwarding until you hear, you know, stop. What is that? Who is that? And then she'd be like, "Yeah." So what I would do is I would call certain times of the day. Asking shit where she has to to talk, so I say this is when she called when I talked to her, and I called her at eight. <laughs> now at eight, what did she say she was doing? Where was she really at? Who did she call before I was? You know, after I talked to her. Um, and I just really sat there and said, "Nigga, the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Also cry, cry. And then, like, nigga, you really going through this uh, this extent? <laughs> like, to try to figure out what this motherfucking broad over here doing? <laughs> like, so, so even, so I said, even if I was doing this all for nothing, she make me feel like she cheating. I will never spend this much motherfucking time mm-hmm. trying to find out if somebody was cheating. Yeah. I, now I, I had already caught her, right? So I'm hearing the conversation. So she was cheating on me with another female, right? Oh. So I caught that shit. But I just felt like, as a man, I felt like such a sucker. <laughs> like, nigga, you done smoked about four blacks, two blunts. You sitting in this motherfucking bathroom. She out there sleeping like a baby, <laughs> knocked out. You pressed and stressed, and she out there sleeping the night, done nutted and everything. She done did her thing all day. 
And I'm in the motherfucking bathroom, like, <laughs> tiptoeing up and down the steps, making sure I, okay, erase this, then go out there and put the tape recorder. And sometimes the battery would die because I did, I hit the, uh, the, the manual record. So I get home waiting to hear the, the, the shit and it was dead and I didn't catch nothing and they, Oh, driving myself too much. crazy. And it, That's what it was. And even it, it through all of much. that, and even through all of that, you learn that you do all that. And if she wanted to cheat, she was still going to cheat again if that's what she wanted to do. Nothing was going to stop her. You know? Like me, me going with my gut feeling and confirming it, I realized I could have saved myself a whole lot more heartache because hearing her cheat and actually... Like witnessing the cheat burned my burned uh, left a, a, a burnt, uh, left a thumbprint in my emotions in my yep. head. It hurt confirming more than me just knowing and going with my gut. She so must. I said from now on, if I think and I'm suspecting rather than me making myself crazy, you crazy, or both of us crazy. I'm out. I'm going to just end the shit. Because I don't want to be. You shouldn't be with nobody. If you think that they're cheating. Or if your ass is just crazy. And think people are always cheating. Because you're making somebody else crazy. Yeah. Including yourself. She must have some good coochie. No. And it was average. We just had years. And and what I didn't want to do. What I didn't want to do is start over. Oh, we had so much invested. We oh, got a brand new house. Yeah. This is, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So we had a brand new house. We had a brand new, yeah, yeah. Brand new life. We had years and we had. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And, we, and I just thought that we were so tight. And I was thinking, scarcity mindset. I'm not about to find another. And I don't want to have to go through somebody oh, else's bullshit. Yeah. They might have some bullshit that I can't deal yeah. with. That'd be a lot of reason why a lot of us stay with, with people. We won't, we don't want to start over. Like, oh, you know, I don't want to start over. Especially people that's been married for a long time. Then you better leave. They be like, Fuck I don't that. want to start over. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. greener on the other side. Dip like a sausage <laughs> chip. Run, <laughs> nigga. You will get over it. I cried. I had snot bubbles. I watched... Uh, uh, Adam Sandler's Big Daddy like 50, 11 times. Um, I called off of work. I lost weight. I did all of that shit. Got it out of my motherfucking system. And I rolled out. I made it. Moved out the fucking house and started over. And it was okay to start over. I'd rather say I went through that little period of hurt, heartache, pain, and bullshit, which I deserve because it was karma that I was getting from when I was a piece of shit to women. And it helped me understand the hurt that I put other people through Ooh, when you wow. fucked them over. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I done yeah. fucked some people up. If I'm going through this, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting my tenfold right now. I said, <laughs> I done put some work out here on these bras, man. I'm glad I ain't shot. wasn't no fun when the rapper got Got the gun gun. Mm -hmm. so it was a lesson that I had to learn and at the end of the day I'm glad I went through it because it did help me to become a better person Mm -hmm. at the end of the day to to teach you how to treat people Mm -hmm. so I thought that was real dope that's not good yeah it is
Oh, it smells good. What is it? Elipticus? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got some other fire shit. Yeah, yeah, I did. I like that smell. But yeah. Yeah. But it's good that you can recognize, um, you know, where you've done wrong and mm-hmm. where you, when you, you know, when they came back your way, you recognize like, oh, you know. But yeah. So. I know how you feel, women. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> What I'm saying is if you in a toxic relationship or if you smell and sense and know that yeah. you around a toxic relationship, don't sit around and try to go through this nigga phone and you need to catch him in the act or niggas. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to follow her around town and wonder and catch her on camera. Man, fuck that or, or shit. Or calling cheaters and shit. And calling, because to see it and to witness it, you don't need to actually catch it in the act to see it in the act. If you have to go through that extent, your relationship is already fucked yeah. up enough. And But you know what? Crystal made a good point. Like when we was talking uh, before and you were saying how when you was with old boy and y'all, you was going through all this and that. The main reason was because at the time you were broken. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of yeah. times people, yeah. um, and I know sometimes, especially when we're young or we go through the stuff, the back and forth with people, but I, you know, just the crazy toxicity and all that kind of stuff, the, the checking this, checking that, da, da. but I think when you get a certain age, you know, thirties and up, like that should be done with, I mean, the, all that instability of breaking up every two weeks. And like, like I said, with my friend and her dude, I mean, they go through that stuff and I'd be like, damn, you, you, y'all too old to be going through this, this, mm-hmm. um, this unstableness in a relationship. That's just, it's unhealthy and it's toxic. But sometimes I think people do a lot of stuff to go through that kind of stuff because even they may not even be aware, but you know, you, they may be broken or it may be something in That's them. Right. And I don't know if I believe in the whole, you attract who you are. I don't know if I believe that. I believe you deal with who you are. You can attract any type of person. You could be, you could be a certain caliber of a person, but you could attract a certain type of person. You can attract a certain type of person. That don't mean that's who you are. I think who you choose to deal with, who you choose to, you know how they say, look at five friends. Your five friends tells you a lot about you and your future. Mm-hmm. If your five, five of your closest mm-hmm. friends, whatever. I believe more of that than I believe. Oh, you attract who you are. I mean, I'm no, saying no, it's what, what I'm saying is the energy. I'm sorry, it's the energy that you emit. Okay, that, that's what I'm so, saying that you so, keep around you, so that you deal with. What, mm-hmm. I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, yo, it, it's, it's all universal law, so I won't get it too much into like, it. Like, just because somebody come and talk to me and it, try to it's talk almost, to me, just because a trash ass nigga try to come talk to me, don't make me, I'm, don't mean I'm a trash ass. No, chick. no, no, listen. If I choose to deal with him, the thing is ahead. this it's the energy that you emit. It's like when you get in the car for niggas. When 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 you get into a car, uh, 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 and you ain't got no license, or the person you riding with ain't got no license. They always tell you, don't talk about the police, don't think police, don't bring <laughs> right. up the police. You saying, oh, I hope I don't see no police. I really don't want to see no police. Please, God, don't let me see no police. Well, the thing is, the universe is only hearing police, police, police. So the energy that you're omitting is attracting police. You don't think broke. You don't keep saying, I don't want to be broke. I can't stand being broke. I sure enough hate being broke because you attract broke. Rich people don't spend their time saying, I hope I don't go broke. I hope rich people say they think wealth. Broke people think broke. So you attract the energy that That you focus on. Yeah. 
So no. that's what I'm saying. Right. So okay, when you're saying, you're saying it ain't no good man, I just show hope. You know what I'm saying? I just want me yeah. a, a, a good man because ain't no good man out here. All the good men are gone. I need to find me a man. Yeah, that's you gonna to attract a no good man because you keep on because yeah, you're omitting no good man or energy. But that's I'm it. but I'm saying like how people say you attract who what you are. Um, I I'm, I'm saying I I don't like. I'm saying if a, if a guy comes and talks to me and he's a piece of shit, like he's a, a scammy ass shifty type dude. He likes to try to get over on people. He, 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 uh, you know, you know, he, he's a thief and all that. I'm none of those things, but just because he comes and tries to talk to me doesn't mean when I, when, when, I, when somebody say you track, you attract what you are, that's how I look at it. Like, Oh, because he came and tried to talk to me. Then that, does that mean I'm that kind of girl? I look at it more. So if I choose to entertain him and be involved with him, then maybe I'm that kind of person. Well, that's probably what they mean. mean by yeah. That's what they mean. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they mean if he tried to talk to you. Yeah. I yeah. think they mean that if you, what you allow in your it. life. Yeah. Because I have a very nurturing, personality my husband was a guy my husband fell in love with the mother he never had I was the mother he never had even though I was his wife mm -hmm. but I have a nurturing personality I had to learn healthy nurturing versus unhealthy nurturing and I remember my counselor gave me the example he said you know somebody came to him in a session and asked for financial help well because he's a nurturing person so he said, well, this agency will help you. This agency will do this, this agency. So that became healthy, healthy nurturing compared to, here, let me go in my pocket and help you pay for this. He gave him places yeah. that helped him pay. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn just because I'm a nurturing person by nature doesn't mean I got to hurt myself. Doesn't mean I got to listen to all the negativity. I still talk to my ex-husband sometimes to this day. Um, Am I still that nurturing person? Yes. But when he calls, it's like, if he calls, which he doesn't call often, but I like kind of pick and choose, like, okay, I don't feel like being bothered today. But if he calls, he's usually calling, venting about something. And it's like, mm, you know, I listen for a second. I don't let, I mean, you can't borrow nothing. You can't have nothing. And then instead of me like, well, you know, you, why you keep going through that? And it's like, when you get tired of it, you'll, you'll, I mean, like, I don't give him the same energy that I yeah. used to. And I don't have that same, I'll let me help you through the situation. Yeah. You don't feel the need to try to. Yeah. yeah like yeah. one of the things that I've learned yeah. and my mom will always say, your name is Crystal, not God. Like you ain't nobody savior. And, <laughs> but it is so true. And it released yeah. a lot of burden on me. Like I ain't, got, I ain't doing that. I know that's right. And, that, and, that, and that's where I learned to say, no, no, I'm not doing that. And <laughs> even with my two grown children, no, no, no. I mean, like, Y'all make these choices. If I, what was if I drop off the face of the earth tomorrow? What's gonna happen to y'all? Yeah, because yeah, so, you can, you can be a crutch to a person. Mm -hmm. Like if you always trying to help them and try to come to the rescue all the time, like you can actually be a crutch, mm -hmm. and you can actually do a person a disservice by always picking up the pieces. You know, and you put yourself them. into a jam. But I, I stopped that. So yeah. So what you were saying is. Keep in mind, you got law of relativity. Anything that can happen could happen. So just because uh, 
you know, foots the local crackhead approaches you, you're going to have, you know, you in a place where you have millions of different kind of energies. Right. That doesn't stop you from being an attractive person that mm. someone wanting to just, uh, they're attracted Ooh. to you. Right. That's just because you're just in an environment where there's multiple people who want to, uh, you know, want right. to just talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, not just relationships. When you said you are the sum total of your five friends that you got around you. So, and in your neighborhood, if people in your neighborhood, y'all share about a $5,000 difference in bank account, you know what I mean? And, and, and status, uh, and with your friends, sometimes it's a $500 difference in your bank account difference, right? So that means y'all think y'all may have different views and different opinions on this and that, but to some degree, y'all all think at the same vibration yeah. level, right? Hanging toxicity, being, uh, and dysfunctional, being so addictive. Sometimes we think we need to help you with your nurturing. Um, and that's just a, a feminine energy. It's natural to nurture. Uh, some of us believe in a religious, a religious doctrine that, that, that promotes you to always help and lend a helping hand. I don't believe in that shit. I got my picks and chooses on who the fuck I want to help when I'm able to help them because Mm -hmm. a lot of times you find yourself dealing with people who bring problems onto themselves. And when you put yourself in that situation, being around them, you find yourself getting pulled into situations you didn't have no business being in. And you wonder why your car got shot up because you still fuck with Mike Mike. Mike Mm -hmm. Mike is in all kind of shit. Mike Mike family don't fuck with Mike Mike. Mike Mike always in, in in a bad predicament. And then he call your ass 3 a.m. Talking about, can you come get me? He know you going to come get him. You get your ass up. You going over there to the projects, pick him up. And as soon as he come up out the motherfucking bushes, you know what I'm saying? Y'all get pulled over. Or them niggas is like, there he go. And, and now your shit getting shot up at <laughs> You can't help everybody because some people have an energy that mm-hmm. they they're full of trauma. Mm-hmm. They're full of uh uh just unfortunate ass energy, and they need to get themselves into a whole different vibration right. before you can connect and help them. Yeah, that's true. I never understood why like people um when you said neighborhoods or whatever, how everybody pretty much. Um, kind of like in the same, you know, um, yeah, yeah, like, I, like that's why I like people like in the hoods because I've lived on both sides of the fence. I've lived on, I've lived in the suburbs and I've lived in the hoods at some points in my life. And I noticed in the, the hoods, the, 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 like the ghettos, those were the most low vibrational ass people. Everybody right. down there, it's always drama and, you know, everybody talking about each other. And it's like, Everybody down here pretty much in the same fucking position financially. So why are you thinking you better than this person? It's like, it's like living in the living in the projects and everybody got roaches. But er, but but this person want to talk about how this person got more roaches than them. They got (laughs) more roaches. All got that's it. That's it. Yes, that's a fact. Like they roaches be on their TV, but bitch, (laughs) yours be in the bedroom. Like y'all all all got roaches. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying. That's but it. It, That's but it. I noticed like in both neighborhoods and so like I said it's like it's more of a low vibration in the the the, the ghetto and the hoods and stuff where the <laughs> you know the, 
the the girls, yeah, judging each other's roaches. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the girls, you know, be sleeping with each other's boyfriends mm-hmm. next door and stuff. But, you know, the the, the, the the girl next door have a boyfriend, but he be coming up here sleeping with the girl next door. Like all that stuff be going on in them hoods. But when I live in the suburbs, it's like we didn't experience all that kind of stuff, all that drama that he say, she say talking about each other, what who got, what who don't got on, who wearing what. Like, I don't know. It was just a, it was a different vibration. Yeah. And you're right. So when people live in certain neighborhoods, yeah, it's like y'all are kind of on the same, you know, same uh, mindset a little bit. Mm-hmm. You ain't never seen a high end gated community with a project sitting right in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't just every day just see just for the fuck of it. Uh, Five rich niggas and five broke niggas just hanging all the time and all day, every day, because they ain't doing the same shit. They ain't thinking, they ain't talking about the same shit. Now, you might go back to your hood, visit, slap fives and saying, what's up? You know, okay, all right. And and a lot of times, that's for the, the person who is elevated. That's for their... Their, 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 uh, their spiritual alignment. Some people want to say, I don't want to forget where I came from. Mm-hmm. So like me, you know, I'm not attracted to toxicity. I love going back home. I love seeing my old peoples, but my OGs, I don't sit around a lot of my same OGs because I'm doing <laughs> a lot better than a lot of my OGs. And you know so, what? And ain't nothing wrong with We don't share to- that energy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can say like, I've outgrown you. You're yep. still my nigga, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I've made better choices than you in life. We don't have that much in common no more. I love mm-hmm. you. I'm always have love for you. You understand me? But you think I'm about to be coming down to this loud, raggedy motherfucking hood that you staying in, my nigga, mm-hmm. with roaches that crawl <laughs> on the TV? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool, bro. And you know, it ain't nothing. Yeah, and it's yeah. not nothing wrong with a person acknowledging that they've elevated and that they've outgrown a certain type of atmosphere or situation, or, or that they that they feel like they're better than that situation. I, I, some people get offended by that, like, oh, that person, they done forgot where they came from. Oh, they think they better than the hood now. Um, to some extent, I mean, I guess if you if you've got <coughs> not that situation and you're doing better, you got a right to feel like you're I doing am. better. But not to say that you got to turn your nose down. But it's like if you think about it. Most people are in the hood, not because they really wanted to be, though. They were in there, you know what I'm saying, for whatever reason. Maybe they didn't know no better. Maybe they didn't know how to get out of that situation, but they're just there. So it's like, why do why do a person coming out of the hood and elevating, why should they be ashamed of that, of elevating and not, you know, being a part of that environment anymore? Why should you, Why should there be some shame? And why should you be called bougie? You know what I mean? Like, it's like... Because I chose better. Right. Right. Now, but see, different people had different definitions of bougie. What's your definition of bougie? I'm going to start with you. I don't like that word, so I don't use it. I find that motherfuckers just want to say that shit. Any two time somebody chooses not to share energy with them, they call them bougie for whatever. And they'll 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 use it like ah oh, shit bitch got a new a pair of new shoes bitch bougie now yeah I see yeah, you been no. keeping your hair done like a whole yeah. month bitch bougie that, now you why is why is keeping yourself up bougie mm-hmm. everybody got their own way of keeping themselves up some people do more than others some women keep their their nails done some some women in the nail shop every two and three weeks some women in there every blue moon you know what I mean some women keep their hair done. 
every two weeks. Mm. Some women don't keep their hair done. Some women just throw that shit back in a ponytail. But whatever the case, I don't think, I think it's stupid to call somebody bougie because they take a lot of uh, pride in their appearance or they mm. like to shop. They like to wear nothing but name brand. I'm not a designer. I'm not a label Kurt person. I'm not a label person, but I don't knock people who are. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody like what they like. Facts. But so my definition of bougie is simply somebody who who can who really just pretty much come from a certain environment, but they turn their nose down on people who are there because they're not there no more. So, and I'm not saying that they have to indulge in the same activities or the same mindset, but just I think if you know where that person is at, you've been there before. You can have, you can still have some type of, um, some type of compassion and some type of, um, understanding. Cause you was once there too, but to just completely turn your nose down. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of bougie. Mm-hmm. You I think know? a bougie motherfucker is a person who think they better than they race. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you Prefer- think you better than where you came from. Preferably black. People. No, no, no. Let me take I that back. You, Hold on. I think, I think when you think that you're better than black people and you're above you know, niggas like you, like that look like you, to me, you're bougie. But no, let me go back to what I was saying, because I was saying earlier, like, yeah, you can think you better than a certain situation. What I mean is, bougie is when you think you're better, like when you treat people a certain way because you feel like you're above them. You treat them with a condescending tone or you treat them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you kind of talk down to them or whatever. That To me, that's bougie. But but just because you move out of a certain place or you have a different outlook on things and you've elevated, that don't make you bougie. So, mm-hmm. what's your definition, yeah, Crystal? Yeah, somebody that turns their nose down. Yeah. And even, I mean, you've got people that make it out of certain situations, turn their nose down like they wasn't just in that same situation. Right, that's what I'm saying. You was just there. Yeah. So just like people who get saved. You know, it's like, now you, you oh, just... you're a sinner. <laughs> Right. So let me ask you: If you got a white supervisor that talked to you as if they're, as if you're beneath them, is that white supervisor male or female? Are they considered bougie? I mean, if they talking down to to, if they talking down to me, yeah. It depends on where they. I mean, where they from? Some people are just. Some people are just condescending because that's just who they are. Maybe That's they, why I they, say it's a fine line between money. that bougie. Maybe they and, already came from money because some people didn't always come from the hood and then work their way up the corporate ladder. You know what I mean? I think bougie is more so just. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think people more so consider bougie somebody who was who once didn't have much. Then they, you know, get up in in life. You know what I'm saying? They kind of elevate and then they kind of seem like they kind of turn their nose down on where they came from. But if you notice, bougie is usually used shit on people who once didn't always have mm-hmm. that people usually use that term to somebody who once didn't always have but somebody who always like like some trump kids you're not gonna call them bougie they mm-hmm. were born with a silver spoon in their mm-hmm. mouth nobody's gonna nobody's gonna call them bougie you're mm-hmm. just gonna call them rich mm-hmm. you know because they've always been you see what i'm saying mm-hmm so bougie is somebody that start doing better and right they forget like uh Sweetheart, you was just poor five days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Not five days ago. Our, our tax time. You, <laughs> you done had a bonnet on all year long. <laughs> now, your, now your hair is done. Because it's tax season. Now you got the nerve to be turning your nose down. Girl, no, you're going to be broke by this. I mean, like, but again, I never thought 
about that. Like, I always thought when people say that, they'd be like, tax time ballers until I seen <laughs> tax time ballers. Like, <laughs> I in like the real life form. Like, wow, there really be people out here acting like this. <laughs> yeah, well, I think when you think you are uh, above your above your race, like you, again, that's a level of of toxicity. Um, when you when you think you're above your race and you want to align yourself with other people uh, and other races because you feel like they're they're beneath me. Um, that's where you got a lot of that cooning, bed winching, and backbiting. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So as far as I try to still steer clear of people who act like that. I try to cleanse myself. I definitely cleanse myself and still steer clear of toxic people. Um, for you people who social media date, when you see no drama on somebody's profile, oh y'all some of the most drama addicted people. Yes. I do not <laughs> click the like button. You know what I'm saying? Don't click the like button. Um mm -hmm. You have to protect your peace at the end of the day. It's your duty. It's your job to protect your own peace. When you give somebody else the power to manipulate your actions and your emotion and your energy, then you have failed with, 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 with being able to maintain your own emotions. Some people may piss you off temporarily, but how much... How are you going to let them live in your head rent free? Like how much of them are you going to allow to, you know, how much of yourself are you going to allow somebody else to control you? You know, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't give a damn how good or coochie is. I don't give a damn how long y'all been friends. I don't give a damn if this person is your sibling. Um, give a damn if this person is, is your coworker. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Toxic people, I know it can be addictive because maybe they put you on with some money or something like that. Or but, it's your family, you've always known them. And you always known them. Mm -hmm. You find reasons to hang around the toxicity because you benefit or you feel like you benefit in some way. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, ultimately, your spirit pays the price more and it's never worth it. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. now, now, I will say this too. Now, as far as... Um, you, when you say people who are always talking about positive, yeah, would you say when they they be they be most dramafied people, whatever, yeah, the yeah. ones that be always talking about positive energy and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you got fake positive ass people too. Mm -hmm. They only, they're not as positive right. as they try to act. They be the main ones, always falling out with people, always going back and forth with people, always arguing with people. But they be swearing up and down. Mm -hmm. All they care about is positive energy, mm -hmm. and that's weird to me. Mm -hmm. But anyway, but I also want to say too. When you say, you know, people got to protect their peace and stuff. I believe that too. Um, but I also feel like sometimes people use quote unquote, trying to protect their peace just to not be accountable for shit or not, um, not acknowledge certain things. Like for instance, sometimes, yeah, that's a fact. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes it's like, just because me and you get into an argument or we have a disagreement, or we don't see eye, eye to eye about something doesn't make me a toxic person. You be dead wrong and shit, yeah. but then be like, yeah, yeah I but had I'm to cut toxic. her off because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's why I got to protect you. I can't deal I, with everybody. Right. I got to protect my peace. Cause I, cause Marcia wasn't afraid to call, cause I wasn't afraid to call your ass out on something that you don't really want to deal with. So you want to, 
protect your so-called peace because I, you know, because you was called out, but you really just don't want to deal with you being called out. You see you what I'm saying? You find that a lot of times in narcissistic people, in the way that you can tell if it was them or if it was just that time, is when they say, just like my other friend who be hating on me. <laughs> and then my other peoples, they be hating too. When a motherfucker claim that they got four or five people hating on them, it's probably them. Or the people that's always cutting people off. Always blocking people. Yeah. They, they cut, they always, yeah. every week or two, they cutting somebody off. Like, mm-hmm. now it's time for you to start taking inventory of yourself. Like, come on. Like, everybody, it ain't, everybody ain't the toxic person. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't trying to interrupt your peace. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just might be you. Right. And, and if somebody can ruffle your feathers, if me and you can have a disagreement today, and and, and your, your feathers is ruffled that bad to where now you got to protect your peace from me, then how much peace was already in you? That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? If I can ruffle your feathers that fast, that easy, that that bad, just from one argument we or whatever. We had a disagreement right. on this here, motherfucking Tyson fight or whatever, and all of a sudden it's like, man, see, this won't even fuck with you. <laughs> you now you got to block me or you, you got to disconnect yourself from me. Right, I'm so called the toxic one. Yeah, if your cup is that motherfucking full and it just can't take another drop of disagreement, <laughs> and you need to you need to purge yourself of people for a long ass time. You need to go and dry out somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You ain't ready for friendship or no type of motherfucking mm-hmm. relationship. To me, that's a toxic. That's toxic right there. Yeah. Always trying to act. You know, always trying to. Uh, cut people off and all, all of that that cut off cancel culture that's toxic to me big mm-hmm. big big facts yeah so okay y'all that was uh, uh that that was a little that was a long one i mean i, I didn't even <laughs> to get into all that <laughs> moral of the story you know recognize toxicity mm-hmm. um and don't internalize cheating man because mm-hmm. it know, ain't always you your spirit Pays the price for it. Every time, the <laughs> oh, longer you hang around toxicity mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, dysfunctional situations <laughs> and people, recognize it. And if it's you, get some therapy. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Get to mm-hmm. the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. So we're going to get up out of here. Yeah. And, uh, once again, to my lovely guests, thank y'all for joining me. It's yeah. always a Thanks good time. For having us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Thank you to the listeners. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for having us. Miss Mossy. And don't, don't forget to share this podcast and uh, follow me on social media. Until next time, I'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace. Yup, yup. All right, guys, that's a wrap. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, don't be stingy. Go ahead and share this podcast. And don't forget to follow on social media. Remember, you might get glad about what I said, or you might get mad about what I said. Either way, I said what I said. Till next time, y'all take care. Bye.